0: Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. And as always, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy So Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN. You get $10 off your first order. Now, we got a couple of things that we're going to discuss on today's show. We're Obviously, the lightning, um, unless you've been living under a rock, the lightning are back on the ice, sort of, kind of. We'll get into that in just a little bit. And of course, the formation of the Hockey Diversity Alliance, uh, what that means for the NHL, what that means right now, and uh, what that means for, I guess, society, and just the game of hockey in general. So we'll just get into all that today. Uh, yeah, but first of all, I want to start off about, you know, Phase 2 has started officially for the NHL. Now, this is a Big deal. I'm super excited about it. I know I may not, my voice may not sound as enthusiastic as one might think, but I am truly excited about this. This is a huge step for the NHL in their return, their plan of coming back to, you know, restart the season or as, you know, resume, I guess, whatever word you'd like to use. Uh, What does that exactly mean? That means that uh, players are allowed to participate in voluntary workouts. So if they, don't want to if they want to wait it out until training camp, uh, whatever the case may be. That's their decision. Obviously, the league or the teams can't force them to come back. Uh, I don't see a scenario in which teams are going to try and force their players back. Uh, you know, I think that would just look bad. So, I guess you would have to see what goes on with all that stuff. But um, yeah. So this is basically what it means. It means no more than six players participating at a time. Uh, it's basically a lot like the. Informal skates that a lot of players have in the off season to stay fresh. So just think of this as players, just you know, as if you would if you're going to the park or to the rink to, and you and a couple of your friends, I guess five of your friends, whatever case may be, and you're just you know slinging the puck around and just working on some things, and you know it's just it that's all it really is. Um, You know, the Lightning had their first workout the other day, and. I mean, they looked as good as you would imagine for six individuals who have not been able to play hockey for three months, and I I would assume their workouts are somewhat limited. Uh, who knows? You know, like I've stated on past episodes, some of these guys have home gyms, you know, they were able to get some rink time at their local rinks, and some others maybe not as fortunate, but yeah, I mean... It, you know, I'm not going to take too much stock in it. There's there's footage that I saw on Lightning Insider. Uh, it was Kucherov, Stamkos, Kalorn, Vazalevsky, Sergachev, and Shattenkirk. Uh, basically, the first line that they would roll out there. I mean, they were just you know, it wasn't really a lot to look at. You know, it was a one minute clip. Uh, you know, the the guys were just slinging the puck around. It seems like they were just doing you know stuff that they would do and. I guess you could say warm up before practice or you know warm up before a game you know they're not going too hard out there I mean they're just working on the basics and fundamentals trying to get you know back in I guess you could say skating shape because like we've stated multiple times on this show that that's going to be the big thing I believe that you know these players the big obstacle that they're going to have to face coming back is that you know the skating these guys majority of these guys you know and you we've seen videos of players roller skating and all that and that's great but I mean you know, in my opinion, that's just, this is how I feel because I, you know, I do play ice hockey as well as roller hockey. And, you know, to me, you're using different muscles to a certain extent. You can't stop like you would really on concrete or, you know, the synthetic ice, I guess, or, you know, some, whatever roller rink facilities have, um, as you would on ice. So, you know, you're, there's a lot of things that, these players may have been doing on roller skates where they could be possibly have to have developed bad habits that they're going to have to get out of for the next month or so because like you know if you've been following a lot of you know players are going to be coming back so a lot of players probably won't but you know training camps won't start until maybe mid July so you know the I think that a lot of players will come back just because obviously you know what do they want to do when they come back they want to perform well, they want to help their team get as far as they could, uh, and you know, get a shot at the Stanley Cup, especially the teams uh, that, you know, wouldn't have made it under the sor- normal circumstances. Uh, so, you know, you're going to see a lot of players coming back, definitely going to be hungry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not taking too much stock in it. And I don't think a lot of players should. Uh, I mean, a lot of fans should. Obviously, you know, there's going to be more footage of these players uh, out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, You know, like I said, even even in the training camps and even in the round robin game for the lightning, as much as I would love to see them win all three games, uh, most likely it's not going to happen because these teams are going to be treating this as preseason games because that's all they are. Really, they're going to be tune up games for these guys, because remember, these guys haven't played hockey really in three months. So and a lot of these guys haven't been able to really play. Like, yeah, they could shoot in their driveway into a net or you know, whatever the case may be, but you know, it's you can't really you can you can't really simulate game speed out there unless these guys have been doing something during the quarantine and during the pandemic that maybe they shouldn't have been doing. So we're just gonna have to wait and see and you know, granted, a lot of lightning fans are probably gonna see some things, whether it's in these highlights or even in uh, you know, the the training camp videos that we might see the footage um, that they, they may not like. And, you know, unfortunately we're going to have to be patient and we're not going to be the only fan base. That's going to be frustrated with certain things. You know, if you've been a listener since day one of the show, you know, I'm not going to shy away from criticism, but even I um, am going to be patient with this. I'm going to, I'm going to pledge to all you guys that I'm going to be patient, you know, cause it's, especially when the games start, especially when those round round Robin games, start like i said you know as much as i would like to see this team win three games probably not going to happen i'm not going to really expect it but i mean if they win you know two games i'll be i'll be fine with that uh as long as they're you know not sloppy games if it's not looking like you know it's their first time on the ice with each other but a lot of these guys have been playing with each other for a few seasons now and i expect like the chemistry to come back, you know, as soon as they come back, you know. It's one of those things where it's it's like riding a bike, you know. A lot of these guys know each other very well. They have very good relationships off the ice. So, you know, you expect that to be transferred back onto the ice, especially when play restarts. So, yeah, i mean it's going to be i'm really excited. You know, it's it's one small step in a long process in the road to to come back for play to come back and I'm super excited and a lot of fans should definitely be excited. I saw something online that some of the Canadian teams aren't really uh, keen on coming back uh, too quickly. I don't know. Maybe that's because they... I don't know. I I wouldn't see a reason why. I mean, I would assume... The only thing... The only reasoning I could think of is because I would assume that maybe some of the Canadian teams think that when the nhl does announce what the host who the host cities are um they're probably both going to be in the united states which would probably be the most logical thing i can't see a scenario in which you know they have it in toronto and vancouver or toronto and edmonton whatever the case whatever those cities uh i believe those were the cities that were for canada that were on the list of possible host cities but like i said i think the most reasonable thing would be because you don't want because unless the the league has another plan in terms of how the finals are going to go I can't see a scenario in which they're going to have the western conference play completely on the the western part of the continent and then have the eastern conference play on you know the other coast. I can't see a scenario. I can't see a reason as to why they would do that. Why they would put themselves in a situation where they would make these players travel a long way especially after the conference finals. So I, I would I would see the most logical scenario being Chicago and Columbus. Um, you know, putting to the side my aspirations of the Lightning playing the Columbus Blue Jackets in the first round and uh, possibly beating them in Columbus. I, I I just look at it from a if I were to if I were the co- uh, the commissioner, I would think that would be the most logical and safest way to go about this. But I I'm curious as to when they're actually going to announce you know the host cities. I I think that. Um, they should have this kind of figured out already they've already decided that they're going to be testing players nightly uh, and then with results coming back in the morning I'm not really sure as to what possibly could be the delay maybe it's them working out deals with hotels and just going over you know the last details of skating facilities and you know all that stuff I, I, I don't see any other reason as to what might be the other reasonings possibly for that. Uh, hopefully, something comes out sooner rather than later. Hopefully, we're not sitting here, you know, mid-July when training camp's about to start, and then they just announce it. Then uh, I, I don't, I don't see as to why they would wait. But like, you know, we've, with my frustrating, my frustrations that I've vented throughout this whole process, the NHL likes to play, you know their plans and keep their plans pretty close to their chest. Uh, it took them a long time, I believe compared to a lot of the other leagues other than major league baseball, which is an absolute complete circus, which we won't even get into. Uh, they, they weren't for the longest time coming out saying, all right, we're going to do a, B and C. Uh, our timeline is one, two, three. Um, you know, they weren't really doing that. And, but they, they, I guess that that's the reason why you know they out of all the other leagues up until recently when the NBA announced what they were going to do the NHL really was the only league that has come out thus far uh, and said came out the first time they came out with a plan and said we're going to do this and then that's it and so I guess you know I have to give them credit and I just have to all I could do is trust their their decision making and just trust the process at this point I am. you know, it's super frustrating, but we're just going to have to wait and see what they come up with. And just a little shout out, not a major story, but just a little shout out to Alex Kalorn for uh, being the nominee for the Masterson Award. And that's awarded to a, one player from, you know, from the league uh, for perseverance, sportsmanship and dedication to hockey. I guess it, you could say in some way it's the NHL's version of the Walter Payton Award. If you're a big football fan, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good distinction. I mean, he's definitely become a leader, uh, you know, over the last couple of years. Definitely this year with, you know, the the injury to Steven Stamco. So, um, you know, no surprise here. I can't think of anybody else that would have been the nominee on this team. I think he's the best choice. But, you know, it's not like something that's really going to grab headlines really anywhere. Yeah, you'll see it once they really name the league-wide winner, but you're not, you know, that's not going to get the same, I guess, recognition as you would maybe a Rashard Trophy winner or maybe a Consmife Trophy winner, something like that on that level. But you know what? Still, still congratulations to him and hopefully he does win it. Hopefully, you know, it's definitely another accolade the the Lightning could claim that one of their players received. So yeah, that's a, that's a good, um, that's a good, yeah, that's a good, good thing. For the lightning to have, so yeah. Uh, just to wrap it up, my whole spiel just now. Yeah, I mean, great to have practice facilities open. Sort of uh, invol- involuntary workouts. I mean, voluntary workouts. So yeah, I mean, I'm. I can't see a scenario where there's going to be many players saying, you know what, we're just going to wait till training camp. But I, I just hope that nobody gets injured. But I'm sure these guys are just going to just roll it out really slowly, and you know, not really push themselves too quickly. You know, risking an injury. But you know what they could do after they're done working out and doing whatever exercises they need to do? They could head on over to builtbar.com and grab themselves a variety pack because those things are amazing. Like I've stated on past episodes, uh, you know, today's sponsor is brought to you by Built Bar. And guess what? You know, these things are absolutely incredible. Uh, I believe the official flavor of lockdown on Lightning is the Toffee Almond Bar. Uh, it's one of the best tasting protein bars I've ever had. You know, it doesn't leave a weird chalky taste in your mouth. Um, every all of them are covered in chocolate. Uh, they have a variety of flavors. There was one, the orange one, that was pretty cool. Uh, I never thought I would have something, or even think to have something with chocolate and orange in it. So, you know, that was definitely a, I guess, a sleeper protein bar if you want to pick one out. Uh, you know, the it's super easy website to use. Going over there, builtbar.com. Um, you know, you could either just get a variety pack or you just, you know, you could pick and choose what flavors you want and they'll send it right to you. And don't forget when you go into the website and you pur- make your purchase, use promo code LOCKEDON and you get $10 off your first order. So with everything going on in the country the last couple of weeks, uh, obviously with the tragic death and, you know, all the controversy surrounding the death of George Floyd at the hands of the Minnesota's Minnesota Police Department, this was coming at no surprise, uh, especially with, you know, the controversy surrounding Akeem Alou as well. Um, this was sort of a thing news that was I guess a little bit too late, too delayed. Um, the league announced that they would be uh starting an initiative called the Hockey Diversity Alliance, which uh, their mission is to eradicate res- racism and intolerance in hockey. I I'm just, you know, I'm just going to say I don't understand why it took so long. I mean, granted, yes, you know, the obvious answer is, well, there's not really a large number a large number of diversity in the game of hockey. Uh, there's probably a lot of factors um, that contribute to that. One of them, I believe, is probably just racism, the quiet racism that goes on in the game. Uh, it's, you know, I saw an interview of Akeem Alou uh, recently where – it kind of has like this, like I said, quiet racism, you know, but nobody, nobody really talks about it. Um, but everyone is somewhat aware of it in the game of hockey. I I just don't understand with everything going on in all of the leagues that, you know, the NHL is just kind of making this sort of their priority. Um, it just kind of makes the, the league look, you know, just not good. They're not in a good spot right now in terms of starting something like this. Um, and, You know, it it unfortunately took Evander Kane um, calling out, you know, some of the big names in sports, not only hockey, for a guy like Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin to come out and say stuff about it. And as much as I applaud them for coming out and saying something, it shouldn't take a controversy like this um, or, you know, just, you know, some for a guy like Evander Kane to come out and say, hey, um, what's going on why aren't we hearing some of the big names in hockey who a lot of players not only in the league but players growing up fans right now who look up to why aren't they saying anything well you know it's just a bad look for everybody and a lot of the players as much as you know i understand maybe they're just not aware of it maybe they're just didn't grow up around it where they weren't really aware of This sort of issue. Not really aware. Obviously everyone's aware of racism. You know. It's not something that's new. It's been going on for centuries. But. I don't know. I don't know what you. What the right adjective to call. I wouldn't. To call this whole scenario. I wouldn't say sheltered. Because that's not true. Uh, These guys are exposed to a lot. But. I just think that. Yeah. I just think that the. NHL. And just. You know. Hockey in general. Has a lot of catching up to do. According to the other sports you know with the nba obviously uh they do a great job on that and they continue to do a great job on you know that whole issue discussing that and making strives to uh get rid of the injustices uh surrounding racism and intolerance uh game of baseball as well um nfl had their issue obviously with colin kaepernick they've kind of woken up um you know i guess they would i you could say that they're sort of doing the catch-up game as well with the NHL, but I think that they're still... I still think the NHL is still far a little ways behind than the other leagues, and they need to be better about it. Um, you know, like I've stated earlier in the show and on past episodes, they, the NHL likes to keep all their cards close to their chest. Um, they're not very vocal in a lot of things. Uh, this is one of the things where they need to be a lot more vocal because... I think you know this whole alliance thing. It's very good. I think that it should have been something that should have been started years ago. I I guess I don't I don't know what the reason is um, as to why they started. Now the co heads of the organization will be Evander Kane, uh, no surprise there, as well as Akeem Alou, who, if you're not entirely sure who that is, he was unfortunate victim of a hazing incident that that maybe you might have remembered a little bit that you know came to light. Uh, He tweeted about it on Twitter, I want to say maybe four or five months ago, and it led to the firing of Bill Peters, the Calgary Flames coach. Um, And then, you know, the committee will consist of Trevor Daly from the Detroit Red Wings, Matt Dumba from the Minnesota Wild, Wayne Simmons from the Buffalo Sabres, Chris Stewart from the Philadelphia Flyers, and Joel Ward. Uh, I hope that this committee will be taken seriously by everyone around the league. And that I hope guys like Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, you know, the list goes on of guys that really, really do make an impact in this game. Um, I really hope they're really uh, do a lot with this committee. I really hope they keep an open dialogue. I hope they do. You know, I hope they just call up these guys and say, Hey, if you need anything, we're here to help you. Cause that's what it's all about. You know, that's, that's really what it's all about, to, you know, fight this issue um, in the game of hockey, surrounding the game of hockey. And, you know, on the, the pro side of that, obviously, you know, you're fighting to get rid of, you know, all the injustices and the, the racism that is happening. But think about how this is going to grow the game of hockey, because I love that whole, you know, every anything that could grow the game of hockey, because I believe... Um, in light of if you were watching first take uh, last week with Max Kellerman's comments, and we'll get into that a little bit about what the issue with that was uh, surrounding hockey. Um, This is definitely going to do a lot for the game of hockey, and I think this is going to bring in a lot more fans, and I think this is going to bring in a lot more uh, children um, that are not white, because let's be realistic here. Hockey, especially the NHL, is predominantly white. You know, you may be... I I would challenge any fan, you know, any average fan that could count off their their hand the the number of non-white players in the league and one one individual that I think is going to really make a huge difference in this. Not only the guys on on the the you know, on this on this committee, but a guy like Austin Matthews. Now, I wasn't aware of this, but I found out the other day that he is Hispanic. I mean, he has a is a little bit of latino in him or hispanic in him or whatever the right whatever word you would like to use and a guy like that is perfect for the game of hockey i hope he's really 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 involved with this because this is you know there's so many great things that could come out of this um and who knows maybe in 20 years hopefully sooner you'll be seeing a lot more diversity out there on the ice and i think that would be the best thing for hockey uh and the best thing for the league um And so, yeah, and I think and I'm sure a lot of players are going to take this seriously, especially, you know, if they weren't taking some of the things that were going on around the country and around the world seriously before this whole George Floyd thing, how unfortunate it was and how disgraceful it was and how how much it's divided people around the country. uh, I truly believe it's going to bring a lot more people together than it's going to divide. Not only on a social platform, but also in sports and, you know, all across the board. So I'm super excited about this. Um, there's tons of opportunities for people to get involved in this stuff. Uh, like I said on my past episode, uh, here on Locked On Lightning, we've already pledged to donate our revenue for the month of June towards a, a charity. We're just working out, um, you know, we're just looking into what options for, you know, what, are the, what is the best organizations that we could help with that um if you guys if any of you lightning fans especially in the tampa bay area have any suggestions shoot us an email at locked at at gmail.com or tweet to us at lo underscore we'd love to hear how you're being involved in all this and you know what have you been doing to kind of help uh this huge movement that is happening um You know, we're all and it's not just here at Lockdown Lightning. Um, I've spoken to a number of hosts across the board, uh, especially in the hockey realm, of course. Um, And, you know, a lot of networks, uh, a lot of the shows are pledging their revenues as well. So, you know, here at the Lockdown Podcast Network, we're doing a lot. And, you know, everyone's 100 percent on board and we're super excited for the change that is about to come. All righty then. Now, I didn't want to bring this up. You know, as I was talking about the hockey diversity alliance, um, you know, there was obviously, you know, if you've been on Twitter, it was kind of a big deal on Twitter. I feel like it should have been a bigger deal um, on ESPN's first take uh, Max Kellerman. I don't know if he was just trying to be edgy. He was trying to cause controversy for, you know, to get the ratings up or whatever the case may be. Now, just a side note. I'm a huge boxing fan and. If anyone who watches boxing knows, one of the guys that you want to hear talk about that stuff is Max Kellerman. And most times he's right. And it's even not in boxing. It's it's on a variety of topics concerning the sports world. What he said the other day on an episode of First Take, it was very disappointing to hear. Now, if you didn't catch it, um, go ahead and pause if you'd like. Or if you just want to sit, uh, sit here and let me kind of explain it to you um, in brief detail. So they were discussing... You know some of the things going on with how leagues were gonna I guess recover financially. I didn't see what really led up to it. I just saw the actual clip that was posted all over Twitter um, so basically what happened is just to summarize the statement, Max Kellerman, in his infinite wisdom came out and said that the that hockey, not even the NHL hockey was not one of the four was not a major sport. Now, I don't know what possesses one to say stupid things like that, but I mean, it was just disappointing. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I try to, I try to keep this show somewhat PG, um, you know, just try to be respectable because obviously I don't know who, how many of my listeners are listening to this. Well, maybe they have small children around or wherever the case may be, but it was a, Dumb, acid thing to say. I I just don't know how you're on a major network like ESPN and you come out and say that a sport which has millions of fans not only in North America but all over the world and you say it's not a major sport. Okay, yeah. Maybe it doesn't really compare to maybe an NBA but it definitely is uh, bigger than Major League Baseball who is losing fans by the day with the absolute circus that is going on right now uh if you haven't if you have no idea what's going on with MLB they can't even agree on how many games they're going to play uh I I just you know I think that of all out of all the leagues other than the NBA who has ran pretty well um I think the NHL has their act together I guess if you had to rank it you know one NBA being in terms of having their act together two I guess the NHL is right there behind them Now, granted, yes, maybe a lot of people don't really get into hockey sometimes, you know, just because, you know, I I know the classic example of reasons why people don't follow hockey is, oh, well, you know, the rules are, there's so many rules, how you can keep track of it. And then, you know, obviously the response to that would be like, well, you sit there, you learn the rules, they're pretty easy to learn. And then after that, it's a pretty fun game to watch. Now, I don't understand. Yeah, maybe, maybe Max Kellerman's, uh, reasoning for not calling hockey a major sport is because yes maybe these arenas don't pack as many fans as maybe an NBA or especially the MLB or the NFL but guess what you know and I I don't expect Max Kellerman to respond to me on this I really don't if he does that's great um but the facts is you're wrong okay you're wrong um the NHL yes they sell out every game a majority of these teams Sell out every game, and his excuse is like, "Well, because all those all those seats have you know all those teams, the reason they're sold out is because all the seats are season ticket holders." That's not true, you know. It's it's I don't know what the reasoning is that for, you know. I don't I don't see anybody else going out. I mean, baseball, it, it was just one of those things where. You know, you should be offended as a hockey fan for someone like that, regardless of what channel they're on, of, you know, who they are to come out and say that this beautiful sport is not a major sport. And guess what? You know what? Most likely, you know, as much as I want to see baseball come back, do I think they're going to come back? No, because they have one of the worst owner player relationships in out of all the four major sports. Um and i'm going to say it right now you know which sport has the least selfish players the nhl and i think that's what something is a lot of deering to you know really really you know the 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 really hardcore hockey fans that these players care more about playing the game than the money that they're making granted should these players get paid more absolutely but that's another episode right now i'm just I I it was something I needed to get off my chest. I didn't want to really discuss it on Twitter just because it was one of those things where we all know what happens when people go on Twitter uh Twitter rants. You say something that you you may not want to have said or you know, it just gets construed in a way where, you know, people start to get upset and then they get offended and you don't want that. So, it was just one of those things where <laughs> I'm just going to leave you with this. If you're as upset as I am with this whole Max Keller thing, if you haven't already, tweet about it. Tweet to him. Flood his notifications. Uh, let him hear it because it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, if if you don't think it's a major sport, look at the trophies. Let's compare the trophies. NHL has the biggest one. NHL has been around almost just as long as the MLB. So, I mean... I didn't, I didn't make up these facts. You could look them up with a simple Google search. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just, it was just one of those things that's absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, you just wonder what happened before that. Did, did a hockey fan rub him the wrong way on social media or whatever the case may be? But, yeah. <laughs> but that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you on the next one.